If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Okay, here's the situation. Our daughter Mia is leaving for her first sleepover. We have friends coming to stay, and we just got a puppy. So I go on Instacart and solve everything in one order from Kohl's. Fun PJs for Mia. Oh, new bedding for the guest room. And a vacuum cleaner that actually picks up pet hair. All delivered in as fast as 30 minutes. With Kohl's on Instacart, there's no such we can't fix. Visit instacart.com to get free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. $10 minimum order. Additional terms apply. Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. All that we are going to do is to extend motorbike patrols here. Volunteer information, police transfer information. There's no society in the world where there's no crime. Even in the US, in the UK, Sweden, and all those countries where they, I would say, they more or less have everything. They still have crime. The only place that doesn't have crime is heaven. And we are not in heaven. So that is the IGP uh, there this week uh, on the back of concerns and, of course, many reported cases of crime across the length and breadth of of the country. It is a sheer bravado, the uh, violence with which the the latest crimes are being committed that has got the whole country talking. Tonight, we know that the police administration, the security agencies have committed to do a bit more to try and restore um, you know, the the issues regarding security to, to deal with the insecurity situation. They've listed so many things, including flooding the streets more. You see a bit more police. Tonight we are learning that, in fact, the, uh, the, 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 the police hierarchy have just announced a change in their strategy when it comes to the, uh, the escort of bullion vans in the wake of that daring attack in Accra and elsewhere that we've seen uh, and, and several other measures that the police have announced today. In fact, in Ashanti Regional Capital, there's been a briefing by the police commander telling us about some progress they've made in arresting some young boys who you've seen possibly on social media carrying guns and brandishing them. They've been arrested. And they've been laying out all that they, they intend to do 
and are doing already to make you feel safe. And so the back of that, I we asking you tonight that do you trust your security agencies in the wake of the security concerns that we've uh, seen uh, this week with the crime rate that is reportedly going up to turn the insecurity situation in the country around? Do you trust the agencies? Uh, many of you have already been joining us on our many social media platforms answering this particular question, and I want to hear from you tonight. And so wherever you are, uh, please make sure uh, you join us. We have a few of you connecting uh, with us uh, in the studio and also on the line. McLean Marco Tofo is a researcher, joins us from Kumasi, which has seen its fair share of crime. Uh, Nisaka Odupon III is a Simpe, Odupon Pehe uh, Manklalo from Kaswa. And as you know, Kaswa was recently a hotbed of a lot of crime, and many report Kaswa to be one of those safe havens for criminals. The police say that's one of the places they are keeping a close eye on. They've been several raids there, and that is why uh, Ni is uh, joining us, uh, connecting with us tonight. Bismarck is uh, connecting uh, from the Upper East region. He's a development uh, advocate, and uh, we're grateful that he can connect with us uh, from Bogatanga. Uh, gentlemen, thank you very much. In the studio is my colleague, Gifty Andropia, who's uh, with the, the head of the uh, security desk here. Uh, at, uh, at uh, Joy FM. Uh, what I want to do uh, quickly is to go to social media and what you've been telling us about the question we asked. And what was the question again? Yeah, so we asked the question, do you trust your security agencies to turn the insecurity situation in the country around? You have two options, yes or no. And on the Joy FM Twitter handle, we have uh, 28% saying yes, 72% saying no. So 72% say they don't trust the agencies to turn it around. Exactly, and um, 28% say they do. Yeah, some of the comments. Uh, uh, we'll, t- we'll share the comments we'll share shortly. The comments, sure. we-, we also put it up on the, on the John News uh, Twitter, Twitter handle. handle. Yeah. Uh, how many people in all participated? So this is uh, 369, uh, just a few hours ago. Okay. And so just about three hours ago. On the John News uh, Twitter handle, there are 295 uh, people uh, mm-hmm. voting and, t- and talking about this. And uh, 33% say yes. They do trust the security agencies to turn the security situation around. Which is close. And 67% say they simply do not trust the agencies to turn it around. Mm-hmm. Okay, so the overwhelming majority of people do not um, have confidence. I don't have the confidence that they can, the, the security agencies will turn it around. Uh, this is a, just as if you put a two together, this is just shy of 600 people. Mm-hmm. We are not saying it represents uh, any scientific poll. It just gives a sense of what people are thinking yeah. um, on social media, to be very, very specific, on our Twitter pages. Uh, just a sense of what Ghanaians believe, uh, some Ghanaians believe on the subject. But uh, some of the comments are interesting, right? Very because interesting. It, it goes to the heart of what people are thinking. Let's share a few. So, Chief says it is very possible if only the recruitment methods are improved such that uh, no party foot soldier with just three weeks training is taken in. Also, it can be achieved if political influence in security matters is reduced. The selection of the heads of the security institutions shouldn't be political. Mm. Akosia says... That's an important point that's come up this week. Exactly. Right? Akosia says, you want me to trust our security agencies 
place where their boss, the IGP, and the minister insist we are not in heaven. And the other proudly stated that the country is safe and that if you don't believe it, you can act around. These two need serious lecturing uh, on how to talk to us and assure us of our security. Yawado says the recruitment method is simply flawed. It is politically motivated. The screening is bad. Bad characters getting into our security agencies and we are compromised. Mm. Um, a bistro, mm. a maestro, agrees with the comments of the IGP okay. uh, in the context of can we have a society without crime? Because he says the only place you can find that is heaven. Um, bistro says um, your definition of security is a crime-free society, eh? Where do we have that in the world? Where the IGP has an answer to that question, he says you can't find it anywhere in the world. You can only find it in heaven. And he agrees with that, with that view. Um, you know, so that's, that's, that's it there. Um, the Anthony says security is a shared responsibility. And I guess whilst at that, whilst we're asking you, do you trust that agencies will tell it? Or should also ask you, what are you willing to contribute uh, in this fight to win the war against crime? I mean, the police have been asking you to say, help us um, with right information. information. Exactly. Will you do so if you know a, a person living close to you uh, or is renting your apartment, who you suspect may be involved in crime, will you, is a Ghanaian um, uh, willing and able to call a police line and say, I have, I have a suspect living in my house, can you come and check? I mean, let, let's, let's have an honest conversation about ourselves on that too. So let me go to Facebook. A lot of uh, comments there. This one says, not until Kofi Boache is made IGP. I do not have confidence in the police especially. Uh, Isaac Adolfo says, yes, I trust them. They always deliver. Mm. I am unanimous, says, they delay in delivering security services. I have no confidence. Alfred Ousu says, mm. the commander-in-chief of the armed forces and the vice president who had the police should up their game. Well, uh, we are fear can take on Twitter. Uh, says, do I have a choice? Um, I guess it is. Yeah, I mean, I guess it resonates with a lot of people. Is that on the Joy News? Uh, yeah, handle? this is the Joy News handle. On, on the Joy of Amanda, yes, there's the yes. same comment there. Yeah, do I have a choice? In other words, <laughs> yeah, whether I trust them or not, I really, Gifty agrees with that. Gifty. When you started with your responses, that was the first thing that came to mind. Okay. It's like it's not it, you don't have a choice. Yeah. You have to trust them and help them to deliver on what they and we know the flaws. So let's deal with the flaws. Mm. But you have to trust them. You know, you have to have a certain level of trust to be able to work together so yeah. that we all get what we want. I mean, you have a point though, because yeah. whether you trust them or not, they are they are all you got. Yeah, and and my, with Michael, us. Michael asked the us. question. Yes. What are options again? Yes. Yeah. Uh, the more you've got. Yeah. So you, you better just uh, give them your support yes. and hope that they can do it. The thing I say all the time, the police, as agencies, they can do it when they put their minds to. They've solved very complex crimes in the past. They've been celebrated mm -hmm. the world over. Um, listen, there was a police officer who was killed and buried mm. underground That's years and years case, ago. Yeah. Mm. Uh, they, found they found the body. They yes. dug him up mm. under the under the concrete. They f so the police, they have the skills. and it's a, it, But the trust is also important to measure what, what the disconnect public is. Confidence. Yes, public, public confidence, confidence is key. key. Yeah. yeah. Um, NS. So Eugene Saki says, yes, with the help of the public, uh, I think that they can perform. Lillian uh, Raki says, yes, they can, if only they want to be loyal to their calling. Uh, Level Bright says, I don't trust them at all. And let me take this final one from Young Bulati. Unemployment rate is so high in the country, I can't even understand why we shouldn't recruit more personnel into the service. Okay, um, I want to quickly uh, connect with Ni Saka Odupon, who is uh, connecting uh, with us tonight from uh, Kaswa. Hello, Ni. Hello, Ni. Ni is uh, connecting on the phone. Um, hello, Ni. Ni is on Zoom. Hello, Ni. 
Okay, we don't seem to have Nee's attention, but I'm, I'm pretty sure we have uh, McLean. Uh, hi, Nee. Nee, can you hear me? Hello, sir. Thank you for having me. Great. Great, Nee. Yeah, uh, also connecting with us tonight is McLean. Yes, sir. Hello. Can you hear me? I can hear you, yes. Uh, McLean is hello, connecting hello. From, from Kumasi. And uh, Bismarck is also from connecting from Borga. Wherever you are tonight, please send us a WhatsApp. 055 especially if you've been a victim of crime recently. I want to hear from you what your thoughts are on how we can help the police and our agencies fix the problem. Um, I'll, we'll be calling a few of you back if you join us with your thoughts. Yes, Nia, I want to ask you the question that we put on social media. You live in a place famous for crime, um, Kaswa. Um, based on all that you've seen over the years and the response by the security agencies to it, what is your trust levels in the agencies to to get a handle of this and and bring you some some safety and security where you live <coughs> if i don't have knees attention or there's a problem with it let me uh, hello mclean hi evans hi mclean same question to you you are in kumasi we heard a lot about the crime situation in kumasi there's been a press briefing today by the Ashanti Regional Police Command. Uh, they've arrested some people. They are promising to do far more. That certainly must must do something to the confidence you have that they can they can win this. Oh, yes. <clears throat> Let me say good evening to everyone else. And uh, I am not shaken by the current happenings, but uh, we just have to sit up and do better than we are doing now. I'm not sure it's so much, but I know that one, even one life lost is too much. But I believe that the police should be on top of their job and they they are up to it. So uh, the only challenge that I have is when the police or the security agencies are announcing, the, uh, are announcing changes to their strategies, on air like that that's what i don't i i don't welcome but you know i believe that they are up to the task and they should be able to help us all feel secure i mean you raise a very important point i mean about announcing strategy and telling us what they do but if they don't do that there's a sense by some Ghanaians that the police aren't doing anything about the crime situation they must definitely communicate i mean i, I we watch on television and we applaud the you know police in the U.S. and the West, where there's a constant briefing in in the wake of, you know, a, a running crime story, they update you. I mean, isn't that something that helps at least to get public on their side, at least? I believe and I side with you in their constant updates. But the updates should not include the strategies which they are using. Because uh, when you when we are to bring in the West and they are most of the time ahead of the criminals. Here we are more or less reacting to the criminals. And so when we tell them that we have changed our strategy and that this is how we are going to be going about stuff, it 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 puts them further ahead because then they are able to 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 prepare better because they are also it's also going to notify them to change their strategies too so that's that's what 
Mm. I find uh, interesting them, perspective. Let, let, let me go to Borga. Let me connect to Borga. Bismarck. Hello, Bismarck. Hello. Hi, Bismarck. I mean, do you feel safe in Borga? What's the security situation there? Thank you very much for the opportunity. Hello. I think that most of Hello. us in Borga County here are really living in fear, particularly the news of what happened to our neighbor, Burkina Faso. It's really making a lot of us live in fear, even though the police and the security apparatus of this have shot us that there's no cause for alarm. We think that what is even happening locally, there is something that our confidence in the police is very low. Because local criminals are here, broad daylight robberies are occurring yes, almost everywhere. Yeah, I can hear you. Unable to effectively deal with the situation. Okay, okay. So if there should be an international terrorist attack, or that, in our opinion, appear to be very sophisticated than what we have at the local level that they are effectively respond to save the situation. We fear that in case of any um, eventuality, it will not, we, we are not safe. Okay, so that's another interesting point of view. The border towns and etc. Give tea in the studio with me. Give tea. So there's a sense of insecurity, right? But I wonder what the actual statistics and numbers say. I mean, I don't know whether it backs up that is a perception or because it's been reported and the crazy. Well, what's what's what have you what have you been gathering? thoughts about the things that we've covered and the things that we've seen and what I believe is the strategy being adopted you know by these criminals that if you have time I can go through but let me just go through for you the statistics between January and now um, if you take January it looks like most of the robbery cases happened in January you have about very big robbery cases about six of them in january and then subsequently about three in other months and then one for the least so i'll give you the details from january mm. uh, in january robbers robbers shot a 25 year old driver they shot him in the leg at the entrance of a senior high school uh in uh, wulugu senior high school then gunmen attacked a water company at Anno Afiadenigba Junction in the Volta region. They made away with an undisclosed amount of money. This happened on the 14th of, of uh, January. And then armed robbers shot dead a young police officer escorting, and everyone's know this, escorting a bullion van. Mm. They bolted with the monies in the bullion van. This happened on the 18th of January. So that's the first time a bullion van was attacked in January alone. Mm. Then a police officer was shot dead again in broad daylight robbery at Nyankumaso. This was near Obuasi. An armed man besieged a church in Oyubi. He shot the church, uh, the pastor, and then stabbed uh, a worshipper. Then another one kills a police officer, injured another person on the Pram Kesitechiman Road. So this is just January. There was a billion van attack there. There were broad daylight uh, robberies. And it will bring me to the point about what I believe is a strategy being used here. Mm -hmm. Let's go to February. In February, armed robbers attacked and snatched a Sokori Mampo MCE. The MCE is supposed to be the head of the security uh, 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 yeah. council yeah. there in the area. Now, he was attacked... Um, his vehicle was, you know, he was attacked. His vehicle was snatched as a gunpoint when he was returning from a program on the 12th of February. Go to March, a bullion van. So that's the second time in this year that mm. a bullion van had been, has been attacked. It was attacked at Bachuna Spintex and it was daylight, it, it was a daylight uh, operation. The, the men are unknown, of course. The driver in the, of the van escaped. The police officer was disarmed. Same thing happened this month. And I'll get to that. April. 
Robert shot and killed a couple who were returning from a bank in Sekendi Takrade, another broad daylight robbery um, in a place that you wouldn't expect to, that to happen. In the same month, two persons were shot and left in a bad condition at a fuel station in Ojobi. Let's move to May, and then we end in June. In May, a census trainer was shot. This happened in Cape Coast. He was returning from a census training. The, another head teacher was killed in a table Kwame Danso highway by suspected robbers. Um, this happened on the 8th of May. Then a taxi driver was found dead at a Chimpim in the Takansari municipality and his vehicle was taken away by the criminals, the suspected criminals. Highway robbers on the Kofoidia at Chimkukwentumi Road in the eastern region shot persons. They bolted with 50,000 CDs. This was May. Let's come to this month, which ends it all. We know that a driver you know what's happening on the Gimpa road mm -hmm, which has which mm -hmm. has become a big topic on social media as well so i can we can go through those ones but then we know about the robbery that happened right here in Usu, opposite the police headquarters which we talked about a lot about the proximity and then you have what happened at pig farm a a motorbike was attacked he had money in his bag apparently he was shot we heard subsequently that this person had died and then there was the uh, uh, the timber markets, the Buko Marina, and then you have what has just happened in Kumasi. In Kumasi. You know, so dealers. so the, the thing about it is um, you, 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 you want to see what the real statistics are. Yeah. I found um, something interesting. The president, the president of the republic, mm. um, just last month when he was given the honorary uh, certificate at uh, UCC, yeah. he gave out the crime statistics as it relates to robbery. Right. For the first quarter, and it's interesting, he says that, and compared it compared it to the same period last last year. Last year. So for 2020, same first quarter, robbery was 520 hmm. robberies. This year, same period, it's 491, which means that it's a it's a decline. Yes, right, it's a decline. So the question becomes. Okay, but that's the first quarter. There's a decline. Yes. There, so, okay, you could go on. But what I wanted to say was there is a decline. But can we look at the strategy and the style being used by mm, these robbers? That has changed. It has changed. Okay. I want to bring in, um, I want to quickly bring in Nee. Hello, Nee. Hello. Yeah, Nee, uh, good to have you. Um, so, so Nee, tell me, um, you're, you, you live in Kaswa, which has become very known for, for, for insecurity. The police promised a lot last two months in the wake of the guy the the boy whose head was beheaded have you seen enough in kaswa in terms of the security arrangements and the strategy um do you feel safer now thank you for having me and uh, we are not feeling safer but for me to feel something about this insecurity that's why and then across the whole Unfortunately, we will have to because the, the, the line is, uh, is so terrible. But I want to quickly bring in uh, McLean. McLean, there's a second leg of the conversation we want to have uh, briefly before we wrap up, which is in as much as there is, you know, people are concerned about whether or not the skidgens are up to the task. 
a, a huge part of it rests on us citizens because we really don't have any other alternative. We, we, this is the security we got. And so either we give them the support or we give them the support because there's nothing else we can do. I wonder what's, what's, what, what's the sense of, what's the sense you get in terms of, you know, what citizens are willing to do as part of their contribution to, to, to securing themselves and the society, right? This security is a shared responsibility. What, what's your take on that? McLean? Okay, what about uh, Bismarck? Can you hear me, Evan? Yes, I can hear you, yes. What's your take on that? Okay. Yeah, my take is this, that I I strongly agree with that um, mantra that security is a shared responsibility. In such times, uh, and we have to say, although I have so much trust in the police service or the security app apparatus, we also must take that um, according to the world population review ghana is the least secured country in africa they are they are ranking they are 2021 crime rate ranking shows that ghana with a, a rating of 48.64 is the least or is the highest ranked and the higher the rank the less secure or the less safe so that it makes ghana the the least safest country in Africa. But I still have trust in the police service because it's the only service that we've got. And so I believe that as citizens, we have to volunteer information. Then also, I believe that we have to be a bit skeptical about people, certain classes of people or certain kind of people. If you find people who behave and act quite in quite an abnormal way we need to have that skepticism and inform the 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 security apparatus that i have found one or two persons here in my vicinity or in my locality and the way they are going about things it, we should not blow it out of proportion. Yeah, I mean, I think, you, I think you raised a very important point I want to quickly put to Bismarck, who raised the issue about Burkina Faso, and he's closer to the border in the Upper East region. Uh, Bismarck, very quickly, I mean, how how willing are you, because the police have said, if you see something, say something, especially in these border areas, if you see somebody suspicious, how, how willing are you to, to pick up phone and call the police and give a tip? Hello, Bismarck. I think we are more than willing. Mm -hmm. Not. Hello, can you hear me? Yes, I can. Yes, I think that I'm more than willing. Can you hear me? Yes, Bismarck. Can you hear me? I can, Bismarck. Go on. Hello, Evans. Can you hear me? Yes, so I'm saying I'm more than willing. And I know the people in Upper East region are more than willing because security of an individual or the country is certainly a shared responsibility. And we have always maintained that the police are doing their best. Regrettably, their best is not enough to guarantee the total security of the citizens. That is why we are seeing what we are seeing on a daily basis. So what we need to do, once it is not negotiable, what we need to do is to really demonstrate that we are citizens by playing our roles effectively to support them. So we are more than willing 
to report any suspicious characters to the police and to any other uh, security agency so that collectively we'll be able to contain the security situation. That's a very important point. They give to you say there's some there's some there's some new trend emerging. I, I, I this is what I see from the re reports that we've had so far. I see that they're attacking unexpected places. We've seen that happen at Takradi in a taxi station. That's that is where they took the money and killed that man and, and shot his wife. A taxi a taxi station. Taxi. Yes. <laughs> like a taxi rank. rank. Yes, it's a very, it's a very busy area. place, and there's a place in Kumasi you don't you don't you know you don't mess around if you're a robber. Swami Magazine, we they saw rob there? We, we've seen that it's happened there before as I well. See. And then Adedigbo area is one of those exactly. areas as well. It's yeah. one of the places you are afraid to go because I mean you wouldn't even think of going, mm. but they are looking at very unexpected places. The police headquarters, yeah. very close yeah, to the yeah, police yeah. headquarters. Not very close, meters away from the police headquarters. <laughs> it's literally see, a walk, so, just uh, yeah. So this is what I see. I think they are looking at unexpected places. They spring up on you. It's a shock. It takes you some time to recover yeah. mm. and then they do what they want to do and they move away they're looking at bullion vans we've seen about three already yeah. in just one year uh, in just you know what yeah, six a few months yes yeah and, and then i'm seeing that they're doing a lot of these things in broad daylight yeah. where you don't expect them yeah well and thankfully tonight as we've uh, sources have told us the police have uh, have changed the strategy with bullion van escorts uh and as if you got the comment before we hand over to the sports team yes uh, this one says uh, whether you trust them or not it is time for them to uh, handle the issue head-on. Uh, criminals are in town and uh, it's because the system is also hard. We need to find uh, jobs for the youth. Uh, this one says let's give them our support. They need it. And uh, uh, Rafia Mohammed says um, we need the politicians need to stay away from the security agencies. They should allow them to operate and do the work as professionals. Okay, well, uh, interesting comments there. I think there's an agreement that we also need to do our part as citizens to help the police uh, fix this. Listen, I'm looking forward to what is about to happen next. It's the age-old rivalry. In Africa, we talk about black stars versus the super eagles. In the world, not even in Europe, you talk about Scotland versus England. In fact, I read up on the BBC today that this particular rivalry is one of those first international games ever played anywhere and it dates back to a certain war that you know england and scotland fought and so that this is this is bloody stuff and i had one um, one english uh, football commentator say our old enemy it's, it's rare will you find in football terms somebody call another nation an enemy but uh, when england and scotland meet enemies are on the same pitch listen it's up next delicious stuff coming up gary al smith george ado jr and a, a, a panel of uh, fantastic analysts. Listen, just stay with them. All the best here on Joy 99.7 FM. Cross coming in from Nathan Ake towards the far post. Headed down and 
20 minutes to kick off and the atmosphere is building here and you can be sure the atmosphere is also building in Wembley where 22,500 people do not need an introduction to what is coming to them at all. This is Joy 99.7's coverage of the Euros. It's England, it's Scotland and it's live. Sparks flying from the sun. Hey, I hardly know you can act your fist. I feel your heart beating in my chest. You come with me. Tonight is gonna be the one. Cause you fake no fear for the fight. You pull hope from defeat in the the best Friday feeling you've ever had. Multiply it by a thousand and you are still nowhere near it. England versus Scotland in the Euros at Wembley on a Friday night. When the draw was made in November 2019, a few people, you know, twigged that this would be such a big deal. It could have been England versus Norway, England versus Serbia, or England versus Israel. Instead, it's England versus Scotland, the oldest fixture in international football, as Evans Mensa said. The pre-match buzz is electric, but also a little bit peculiar. Now, the anticipation is as much about the occasion and the history as the actual football. Rightly or wrongly, reasonably or arrogantly, consciously or unconsciously, most people think England will win this match fairly comfortably. That's rarely the case before such a blockbusting match. 
Then again, that's one of the reasons this fixture has a unique appeal. It's part historical conflict, part FA Cup third round die. You don't know what's going to happen, the magic of the cup. Scotland, by our uh, sponsor's Betway, where 9 is to 1 to win, 4 is to 1 to draw. But then the greater the odds, the bigger the opportunity, and Scotland will know that. You can head over to betway.com.gh. They have 18 minutes to do your betting stuff. But while England are playing for three points, Scotland are playing for three points and two counts of immortality. A win at Wembley and a giant step toward reaching the knockout stages of a major tournament for the very first time. They call them the Tartan Army. They have arrived en masse, having misread the 8 p.m. kickoff time as an official UEFA request to provide 20,000 of their most determined pleasure seekers. The mood is great. The weather is crap. The stage is set and made the best team win. Kickoff is at 7 p.m. and this is Joy FM. Sometimes I can be dramatic in my build-up. I apologize. My name is Gary L. Smith, and I can't help it. In our studios here in Kokomlemi, to the world, we are bringing you what should be a very, very good game of football. They better give us a very good game of football because we've been waiting for this for a very long time. So long that we wished we had it on television, but you know how it is. We have to experience it through the magic of radio. Throughout our build-up in this competition since last Friday, we've brought you a pretty standard, standard, build up routine repartee today though we have somebody from england who has played the football before michael potter thank you very much for joining us in our studio yeah good evening everybody it's great to be here on such a momentous occasion ah momentous i'm not sure why it's momentous maybe you can tell us why is it momentous michael well it's momentous because uh, you know these two these two teams uh they've not met since 1996 and it's this is the 115th meeting since the home internationals were scuppered some 15 20 years ago the the chances of england and scotland meeting at international level has never really happened until tonight mm. so uh it's going to be an exciting encounter 20,000 scots fans have made it all the way down to london all in the bars they've not got tickets for the game but it's not stopped them coming down making the journey three hours on the train from glasgow to london and they're all singing, yes, sir, I can boogie. <laughs> well, whatever, whatever happens, there's going to be a lot of drinking tonight. And the, and the bars will run out of drinks. Yes or no, Michael? Certainly will, yeah. I mean, it's... Um, Especially one of the teams uh, win. I, I, was, I was looking at uh, somebody I know. They've spent £600 on the trip, <laughs> you know, and... Uh, They've, it's nearly been curtailed with the COVID regulations, but they managed to get there. The hotel they booked was cancelled. They had to rebook the hotel. But they found a place now. That they've even had to book a place in a pub tonight to watch the game. Uh, as per COVID rules, you just can't turn up. So you even have to book a place at the pub. So uh, the pubs will be heathen. The Scottish fans are typically Scottish. I'm sure the Johnny Walker's whiskey will take a hammer tonight. <laughs> um, I don't know what the regulations are for alcohol but we we have to be careful here because here in ghana you can only mention them after 8 p.m but i mean this is a reference so we can hide 
you know, from the legal side. It's just a reference to a football game that we are doing anyway. So that should give you an idea of how momentous, in the words of Michael Potter, this game is. But I was quite lucky to be a have spoken to a former England international as well. Football followers all over the world, you would know him. Sean Wright Phillips, son of Ian Wright, was my guest. And he had quite a lot to say. He's played 36 times for England and scored six goals. Let's hear him. I think it's the excitement. I think that the one thing I love about the England squad now is it's a very young squad and they've all got time to grow together. And, and not only that, they play like the way they play at club level, I think. For me, it, it's so exciting to watch. I'm looking forward to the next game already. And um, at a minute, it seems like it could be coming home. So if, if they keep up the hard work, to be honest with you, because they, they have their attacking potential. If they keep their clean sheets, we're always going to create chances and score goals. And sometimes it might be an ugly win, but that is football. We've watched France, wouldn't say it was an ugly win, but they battled through and they beat Germany 1-0 and if you can keep picking up results and stuff like that for England, we're in we're in a perfect position. Any mention of England versus Scotland brings back memories of Paul Gascoigne's wonder goal against the Scots at Euro 96. And the highlight reels across England and Scotland today have been filled with that. Sometimes there can be too much nostalgia, but well, they can't help it. Anyway, coming into this game, England are buoyed by the fact that, yes... They may be the superior team on paper. They have their bigger league on paper. But, Michael, should I ask you, though, why do England feel a birthright to beat Scotland at this level? Well, well, I, th- I think that there's a few things to consider here. First of all, home advantage. Steve Clark, the Scottish manager, is not very happy about the game being played at, at Wembley. He preferred it to be at Hampden Park, but that's not going to happen. It's at Wembley and it's going to go ahead. Um, it's the old adage, you know, England, they, the British press in particular, they build the England team up on a pedestal. You know, it's before any competition, the World Cup, the Euros, and the fans' expectations are very, very high. Very high. Is it going to be this time? Well, history, history has not been very kind on England. Expectations high, delivery low. And they've always failed at the last hurdle, be it the quarterfinals, the semi-finals, penalty shootouts they've never really since 1966 when they won the world cup really been there or thereabouts so on paper looking at the teams on paper you look at the english lineup the strength in depth there is phenomenal you've got Jaden sancho and jude bellingham two of the most youngest brilliant players in europe actually on the bench and not even getting in the first 11 so you know the english team is is very strong you look at the scottish team and the question I'm asking myself is who's going to get the goals for Scotland? <laughs> that will be Scotland's problem in this competition. Who is going to get the goals? On paper, England appear to be favourites. But we all know football is a funny old game and anything can happen. And wouldn't the Scottish fans love it if they could upset the apple cart tonight? Well, upsetting the apple cart, upsetting the odds. That is what Steve Clark and his charges are here to do. He's actually asked his team to at least draw from tonight. If they have to draw, it means then that they have to stop the likes of Raheem Sterling from doing what they did again versus Croatia. Phillips. 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 Sterling. Sterling for England. Sterling with the first goal. England have their goal in the sunset. 
of having won a game in the Euros, opening game in the Euros. England strike first, Sterling with the blood on his hands, and it's one goal to nil. So that was Sterling there for Scotland, though it wasn't that easy for them. They were unable to win their game. It's, it, came, it came quite difficultly for them. Meaning, meaning that, simply put, Scotland have to win. Michael, would you go through the starting lineups for us? And then we yeah. see, we see how, how it is that Scotland will be able to do this tonight. At least on paper, like you said about twice already. Yeah, sure. Uh, I mean, the result just come in tonight as well has a bearing. Czech Republic drew with Croatia 1-1, which leaves Scotland the bottom of the pile with zero points from from one uh, one game so let's look at the scottish lineup then who have we got uh some famous names in that team david marshall goalkeeper of course he was uh, beaten from the halfway line in the first game uh, there was there was some doubt as to whether he'd be played tonight but but steve clark has kept with him stephen o'donnell uh, comes in at number two right back andy robertson you will all know andy robertson left back of liverpool he's wearing the captain's badge tonight uh, and he's one. He, he's certainly one to look out for on the left-hand side. Scott McTominay, Manchester United midfield. Um, again, you know, he he'll be causing problems for England in the midfield. He's, he, he he likes to combat there with the best of them. Grant Hanley, Kieran Tierney back from injury. The Arsenal player. He's back in the lineup today. A big boost for Steve Clark. And then you've got John McGinn, Aston Villa midfield. Very good player. Callum McGregor. Uh, and Lyndon Dykes, uh, midfield and strikers. Shea Adams, the Southampton striker. They'll be looking for goals from Shea Adams tonight. And Billy Gilmore. Um, Billy Gilmore is, is, is number 23, and that's the 11 for Scotland. On the bench, uh, there's one or two players. You may see Ryan Christie, um, midfielder, stroke striker. Stuart Armstrong, another striker. You may see him later on in the day. And Scott McKenna. Uh, potential substitutes for Scotland. So that's the Scottish show lineup. Great. So that's Michael Potter in studio with us for England versus Scotland. We will take a batch of commercials. Don't forget that our coverage here is helmed by Betway and also Azar. We'll take a spot of commercials. When we come back, we go straight to Wembley. The Betway Euro Gold Rush promotion is giving away a guaranteed 20,000 Ghana CDs every match day throughout the Euros. Simply bet on any Euro clash and make your Gold Rush predictions go into the match day lucky draw. But that's not all. Top the Gold Rush leaderboard at the end of the competition and you walk away with the grand prize of 100,000 Ghana CDs in cash. Get in on the action at betway.com.gh. Betway, for the love of the game. Regulated by the Gaming Commission of Ghana. No under 18. Bet the response. Way. The 2021 Population and Housing Census is here and all persons in Ghana will be counted. The census night is 27th June 2021. Counting of all persons who will spend the census night in Ghana will be conducted from that night to 11th July. Before then, all structures will be assigned unique numbers and basic information collected on them and their occupants from 13th to 25th June. Census 
census officials will come to your places of residence to interview you. Please be patient and cooperate with the officials by answering all questions completely and truthfully. All census officials are under oath to keep the information you provide confidential. Ghana Statistical Service urges all persons in Ghana to support this important national exercise for the national good. Please note that the census officials will observe all the COVID-19 protocols as enshrined in the Ministry of Health, Public Health and Safety Protocols. 2021 Population and Housing Census. You count. Get counted. Businesses, communities, whatever the space, wherever the place, Azar is the paint. Azar paints are high quality, long lasting, and always give a great finish that will make your space shine. Etsy Brighton, Azar, still number one. From the Azar Group. Hello. Hello. Yo, what's up? Charlie, bro, I need your help back. Oh, no, no. What is it? Some question. Oh. Talk to me. Musa was given nine Ghana CDs. Kwame was given 36 Ghana CDs. And Pokwa was given 27 Ghana CDs. Based on this information, how much money would be given to Dela? Chairman. I bet Puche. Because this one here, it belongs in prison. Catch up with family and friends like never before. Just pay for only the first minute of your call and pay absolutely nothing for the rest of your call. And you get 50 megabytes a day just for your first call. Dial star 550 hash to subscribe to MTN free after one today because we're good together everywhere you go. Terms and conditions apply. Welcome to the future of insurance with Alliance Life Ghana. From the comfort of your home or office, dial star 1890 hash. That is star 1890 hash to buy and pay for insurance instantly. Pay premium on an existing account. Check your balance in real time. Withdraw your insurance savings. Initiate your claims and receive payments swiftly. Just dial star 1890 hash. Contact us for more information on 0302-267-892. Allianz Life Ghana. We secure your future. Imagine say water wake up at dawn. In no both. In no chop. Where it vanish for your area for two weeks. Uh-huh. You not get one drop safe inside your tank. Hey. Our life was in dangerous. Only our neighbor gets water with water tank. Water, water tank. tank? Yes. Water tank. Mamma mia. That water tank gets meter for checking water level. That water tank be fine past masses and legion. <laughs> that water tank be tall. Of like Ghana and that water tank, they carry water, pepe, pepe. So say some no go left inside the supply tank. Mm. What a tank! That's my boss, Mr. Foncho Gotor. <laughs> Beautiful, durable, with water level indicator and accurate volume of water. Water tank. What a tank by Duraplast. Hello, Ajua. Oh, he proposed to me. Oh, that's great. Remind me to add 15 boxes of Jama soup to his list. Why? Hey, Whenever you sit to wash, your only partner for clean and fresh smelling clothes is your Jama soap. Ask your father. <laughs> but I've seen my father help you wash before. Hey, those handkerchiefs are big. <laughs> Jama soap, your partner for clean clothes. Jamaa. This advertisement has been vetted and approved by the FDA. 
You are welcome to the only accessible, durable, affordable, yet quality showroom with you and the family in mind. We guarantee your fun in the house. For your kitchen, cook your favorite dish, warm your best food, blend all kinds of fruits, and when your clothes are dirty, wash them with ease. We sell the world's best electronic products, home blenders, electronic irons, air conditions, televisions, laptops, freezers, gas cookers, and any electronic you can think of. Low price masters, we are accessible in Ghana, Kumasi Swami, Takradi, Market Square, Keta, adjacent Ketasko, near the PWD, Tema, Meridian Roundabout, Hohoi, opposite Vodafone Office, La Paz, Accra, Bambolino, opposite Access Bank, Ho, opposite Main Market, Sunyani, opposite the court at Angel FM, Hamali, near La Mashegu Roundabout. We are active on social media, on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and Tonatone at lowpricemasters.com.gh or check us out on our website at www.lowpricemasters.com.gh Call us on 0247-693-634-0561-997-179 and 0503-957-693 At Low Price Masters, we sell quality, affordable, and durable products. The Betway You Will Go Rush promotion is giving away a guaranteed 20,000 Ghana CDs every match day throughout the Euros. Simply bet on any Euro clash and make your Go Rush predictions go into the match day lucky draw. But that's not all. Top the Go Rush leaderboard at the end of the competition and you walk away with the grand prize of 100,000 Ghana CDs in cash. Get in on the action at betway.com.gh. Betway, for the love of the game. Regulated by the Gaming Commission of Ghana. No under 18. Bet the responsible way. And that's our cue to come to you again here from Joy 99.7 FM. It's our commentary game for tonight. England versus Scotland. England making two changes from the 1-0 win over Croatia. Scotland making four changes. Our resident expert here, pundit here, is Michael Potter. Played 126 games for Bolting and scored 26 goals. Michael, thank you for joining us again. Your prediction before we go. Well, um, a quick prediction. You know, England are expected to, to win this, um, but you know, funny uh, football's a funny old game. Uh, because I think Scotland are going to struggle to score goals, I'm going to go with an England win tonight, even though I'm English. But I think Scotland will put up a battle for sure. They'll put up a fight. Even Nicola Sturgeon is weighing on. She's gone on Twitter and wished the national team the best and asked them to lift the Scottish flag above Wembley tonight. That's our cue. And that's your cue as well to join us in the prediction stakes. 055 quadruple one nine nine seven. Gary L. Smith here, your commentator. At 7 p.m. for the kickoff is George Addo Jr. Uh, we've got the referee for the night, Matthew Lahorsty. The UEFA Champions League final referee is back in at Wembley. And you've got Scotland in deep blue playing from left to right. And England in white and red playing from right to left. This should be a big one and a great good evening to you wherever you find yourself. Especially for those of you uh, listening to us from Kumasi or right in Kumasi on Love 99.5 FM. We have done just 37 seconds of this game. And yes, guys, Southgate already. Hanson pocket. The rains have been, you know, coming cascading down here at Wembley. But they'll be hoping to manage this at least and by there you are talking about the 22 players for England Reese James and Luke Shaw replace Carl Walker and Kieran Trippier Harry Maguire returns to the bench as do Jaden Sancho and Ben Chilwell the three players omitted from the matchday squad are Walker Ben White and Bukayo Saka 
And for Scotland, it's Chelsea's 20-year-old Billy Gilmore, who is making his full international debut, while Che Adams, Callum McGregor, and the fit again Kieran Tierney also come into the side. Liam Cooper, Jack Hendry, Stuart Armstrong, and Real Christie all miss out. It looks like Scott McTominay will move back into defence, George. He is in defence, of course, playing alongside uh, Hanley. And uh, yes, and of course, uh, he, he's, he must get the job done today somehow. He really needs to be the leader. I know Robertson as well is the captain, uh, the Liverpool boy, or the Liverpool man, should I say. Exactly. They, they are boys who are growing to men, mm-hmm, haven't they? Mm-hmm. Uh, Trent Alexander-Arnold, who's, who couldn't be in this competition, of course, because of that unfortunate injury. Uh, when there was huge talk in England about who are those uh, right-backs who are going to get into it, the full-backs? A little bit. I think Trippier jumped into it. Of course, uh, uh, you have Robertson jumping now here into the Scotland side and doing a good job. Our coverage here on Joy 99.7 FM and indeed the multimedia group is brought to you by Betway for the love of the game and by Shield Acrylic Paint from Azar Group. Your premium paints also supported by a host of other sponsors we will acknowledge as we go on. Cheney was uh, making it in the final three that will be defending uh, for Scotland and ensuring that they're right tight in this. And that ball went out to the right-hand side. Minks was trying to get onto it and it's a beautiful cross there by Foden and he was looking for the run of Phillips. And Phillips with a, shall I say, a routine push. And he got uh, Hanley off and they'll start it all here again. Two minutes and 37 seconds in this game. And as you've been hearing from Gary, you've been hearing from, you know, Michael Porter, so much on this game tonight. And it's still drizzling of sorts in Wembley. We're doing 14 degrees Celsius. The floodlights are lashing down on this wonderful Tef. And it's good. You don't often get to play at Wembley, even if you are a, a, a player of a Premier League club. You have to go there when you have made it to the semi-finals of precious competitions, like the FA Cup and the Football League Cup, Gary. Even then, these days, it's pretty easy easy in quote to get to Wembley yes. back in the day as Michael will tell you it had to be an extra special occasion oh. it didn't include some of these other competitions that you have to get into the semi-final to you know get a place in I Wembley know, I know the Spurs fans who count themselves lucky they had to use <laughs> Wembley build their yeah, own house yeah. and well they have a great edifice in North London the purists say that oops good pass down chance for Scotland and that was a good shot right outside the goalkeeper 60 yard box but somehow the defenders were quick and we're able to clear it up the uh, lines. That was quite close. It necessitated you cutting me. Yes. Very important yes. because a 1-2 on the right side from Scotland. There was no offside, but it was a really good cut back. I think O'Donnell from, was very good. From yes, my side. from Stephen O'Donnell. Cut back and the goal nearly came in from, I think, McGinn. They're still trying. And a beautiful touch. And he tried to get into the penalty box of England. But uh, he smashed the ball out there, Pickford. Uh, the Everton man in charge uh, today for England in those posts. And a lot of it said about Steve. Big Steve, they'll call him now, in charge of Scotland. And yes, the Clark will hope that they can get that job done today. It will be so special if Scotland can do it. As uh, Scott McTominay, who attempted to throw and has allowed Dunwell to pick up the ball now for them. He is playing on the... Right flank and very well in the right wing back position. And that was a flick and header that came in nicely uh, from Dykes. But England have managed to take it against the Scottish to find a way to play it out. The referee Lahore has called for a bit of infringement. He says there was slight nudging in the back. And so England have it here. What a day for Billy Gilmore. 
he hasn't had all those opportunities to play in Chelsea, but he, he can't complain. I mean, he's been handled really well. I thought at the start of the season, he was one of the players who had been penciled down to leave Chelsea and go on loan. And Thomas Tuchel came and said, no, give me, give me this boy. He's good enough to be here. And he, he, he gave a good account of himself in those games when he had to step in. Uh, Chelsea's entire season overall uh, wasn't that A-class season. But once you win the Champions League, it, it brings it all back into it. <laughs> and so Gilmore is a Champions League winner. Can he add some more here? Five minutes and 31 seconds. It's throwing now. A little infringement on the, on the side of the far touch line. Uh, he turned around and hit the ball back out. And very well, England will be looking to start things all again. Stones carrying this one. Almost a walking pace that turns out and goes for Rhys James. Rhys James with a good looking ball then. Uh, I thought he had picked the run of Foden and had to turn and Harry Kane has come down with challenge and referee the Hulls has called for it. It's um, 38 yards out. So six minutes. And, do you like the tempo already? I like the tempo. I mean, and that's what an England-Scotland game is supposed to be. On one level, it's a big game, George. A must win for both teams and at the very least, a dare not lose. Yes. Because England will be eyeing qualification. Scotland will be hoping they can stay in contention at least. I'll be telling you about the games we saw today. Uh, Croatia not helping themselves too much with that draw. And so it means they lost the first game. Yeah, and then there's another draw for that was a draw for them today. Now it's going to be a quick one as they try to send this in. Mason Mount standing over it for Chelsea. I mean for the Chelsea man standing over it for England. And uh, Foden as well, the Man City man. <laughs> Maybe he ends up taking it. Let's see. Referee Lahouse has got a lot of work to do in trying to settle the defence line. And it eventually comes from base and bounce. A little flick on and now it's going nowhere. And the ball has rolled all the way back. Rice from the Western man trying a bit of it. After seven minutes and three seconds, no goals to tell you about. Hello to you listening to us in Bogotango on A1 Radio. Listening to us in Takradi on Radio Max in the Volta region and Volta Premier and Jubilee Radio in Keta. Listening to us. Well, I thought he was going to get that. Listening to us as well in Cape Coast on ATL Radio 100.5 and around the world on myjoyonline.com. And we're inviting you to send us your messages on our WhatsApp line 055 That was a beautiful touch. I think the game was trying to go around Phillips. And Phillips, the lead man, stop him riding his trucks. But it wasn't done legitimately. So that's going to be a free kick on the way of Scotland now. This is diagonal to the edge of the English penalty box. McGinn makes way and has given some room as they continue to build up and get more bodies in that penalty box of England. Maybe they will love the first goal if they get it. Ball is very close to the far touch line. Loaded into the box. Heads have gone up. And it was a big header coming in from Minx and Raheem Sterling approaching. He couldn't stay on the ball then. It's been taken away by McGregor. And that one has gone out to the left-hand side. It's a flick on Heather. And this one will be left for Pickford to handle. And Minx was even watching that very closely. Pickford for England. Eight minutes and 23 seconds. Goalless in this game between England and Scotland. The ball has gone out to the right-hand side then. Very close to the touchline. Haggard it almost. And Reese James with that ball feather back out. And Stones... But a square pass to find Minx. Minx with it out wide and Shaw gets over it. It's back again to Minx as England continue to concentrate on what to do next from here. It's Wembley. Uh, and uh, <laughs> you hear, you, you've been here down, I mean here in Ghana that, well, the Crossbow Stadium is the nation's Wembley. 
Is it a grass sports stadium where it's all or is Baba Yara? Which is the nation's Wembley? They say it's a grass sports stadium. Do you think it's a grass sports stadium? They say it's a grass sports stadium. <laughs> a grass sports stadium. It's the nation's Wembley. The grass sports stadium is their grass sports stadium. <laughs> it's their grass sports stadium. Simple. Simple as that. <laughs> and period. And period. Nine minutes, 15 seconds. Ball into the half of. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. 